Hey, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Today is the third day this week that I've been looking at prophecies in the Old Testament that were fulfilled in the life of Jesus. And thank you for your patience. I just love this. Tomorrow we'll start getting into the narrative of Jesus' birth. But as I've shared with you, prophecy in the Bible has been such a huge asset to me in growing my faith. One fourth of the Bible is prophecy, or at least it was when it was written. And so many have already been fulfilled and others are yet to be fulfilled. And we're looking forward to those fulfillments uh, throughout eternity. But I want to do something today. I want to go to the very last chapter of the Old Testament. Because in Malachi chapter 4, there's a beautiful testimony about the coming of Jesus. Now, there are so many beautiful testimonies in the Old Testament about the coming of Jesus. But the reason why this one is so special to me is I think about the people in Jesus' day. Malachi 4 was the last chapter in their Bible. Now, in our Bible, we have the New Testament. So the last chapter of our Bible is Revelation 22. And you ought to read Revelation 22 today if you haven't read it in a while, because the Bible is signing off with this message of Jesus coming back. I mean, it's a glorious chapter telling us what to look forward to in heaven and Jesus coming back for us. But now in Jesus' day, they didn't have Revelation or any other 27 books of the New Testament. Malachi was the end of their Bible. And I find this so beautiful. As Revelation 22 tells us, as it signs off about the coming of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus, Malachi chapter 4 signs off with telling about Jesus coming the first time. So I want to pick up Malachi chapter 4 in verse 2. A, a little bit of background before I read this to you. The people in Malachi's day, most of them were not following God. But now God is talking about those who were following him. I, there's a beautiful expression earlier in the book of Malachi that I love. It said, those that feared the name of the Lord talked to each other. I mean, in a world where following God was the minority, this minority got together and encouraged each other, which is probably great advice for us in the times that you and I live. And the Bible says God heard them when they talked to each other about him. And God said that when he came, when he would send Jesus, that they would be his jewels. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And but, but the reason I bring that up is by the time we get to Malachi chapter 4, God's still talking about those people who take him seriously. So we read in Malachi 4 verse 2, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness. This is the only time in the Bible that I think that Jesus is referred to in this term. Son here is S-U-N, not S-O-N. The son of righteousness. Now instantly you'll notice that it's capitalized, so it's a proper noun. And as you read the rest of the sentence, you can tell that God is talking about a person. Let's read it, read it, read it, the whole thing. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. So the pronoun his there refers to a person. For you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. Now, to us in the Western world, wings, you know, are, are something that we associate with the bird world or for those of us who have a, a biblical perspective, we might think about angels' wings. But wings here could also refer to the fringe of a robe or the fold or the pocket at the bottom of a garment. So think about that. The last message of the Old Testament basically is that when the Son of Righteousness would appear, he would have so much power that there would actually be healing just in the fringes of his robe. Does that make you think of something in the New Testament? It probably should. Because in Matthew chapter 9, 
When Jesus was on the earth, the story is told of a woman who had been hemorrhaging blood for 12 years, who had spent her entire resources on doctors, and instead of getting better, had gotten worse. Do you remember what she said to herself as she approached Jesus in the crowd? Well, the verse just says she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Now, I guess I won't know till I get to heaven. Was the reference in Malachi 4, was it, was it literal like this woman took it? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait till we get to heaven to find out. It's just that God honored her faith because she took the last chapter of her Bible, which said that when the son of righteousness will appear, he'll have, he'll have so much healing, it'll even be in the fringes of his robe. And she thought to herself, well, if I can just touch the fringe, I will be healed. And God honored her faith. And you'll remember that Jesus called her forward. She thought she would touch his robe without anybody noticing it. But Jesus called her forward and told her that she had been healed and that she was blessed in her healing. Well, in Matthew chapter 14, we read something else. I think most of us know that story uh, that I just referred to. But in Matthew chapter 14, look at what the Bible says in verse 36. It says, they begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. That's beautiful, isn't it? Our Savior came into the world, and he was so powerful that there was healing in the fringe of his robes. And as I said a few moments ago, I won't be sure till I get to heaven whether or not Malachi was war really was indicating how these people took the situation. But they believed God and they were healed. Well, for you and me, we don't just have the Old Testament. We have the New Testament. We know the fulfillment that Jesus came into our world. But the good news for us today is we know the Prince of Peace and we know the one who is the great physician. You and I live in a broken world with a lot of illness. Right now, our, our world is dealing with the coronavirus. And I know that God doesn't heal every sickness in this world. If he did, no one would ever die. But I do know this, he is the great physician and he has the power to heal. So I wanna speak especially to those of you who may be dealing with a physical illness today or maybe an emotional illness. Emotional illnesses are so much worse this time of year for various reasons. But it's good to know that the Son of Righteousness, our Lord Jesus Christ, is so powerful that he has healing even in the fringes of his robe. Let's reach out and touch him by faith today. Father God, we thank you for your grace. Most of all, we thank you for your love through Jesus Christ that has healed us of our sin and made us have a right relationship with you. But Lord, for those who are suffering today, any kind of illness, be it physical or mental or emotional or just the pain of some relationship not being right. We reach out and we ask for help. We recognize this is not a perfect world, but we know that you have all power and we ask for that healing and grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. Mary Allison, I'll be back and we're going to start opening up the narrative of Jesus' birth, the nativity as we move toward Christmas. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day.